There were a few social media accounts talking about yesterday with the Razorback Athletic Department. Is it truly hawk heaven with how good things are going? Uh, let's talk about it. We'll get into that as well as give you an injury update on the Razorback football team. And of course, dive into some buying or selling when it comes to the Razorback football team. This is all coming up on the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 1037thebuzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Hope everybody's having a wonderful Thursday, getting closer and closer to game day. And I know uh, there have been some uh, some excitement surrounding the Razorback football program, and rightfully so. In fact, it's kind of funny that I get uh, you know text and everything from people that are very supportive of Razorback football, where it's almost like if they're Kentucky fans or uh, LSU fans or you know whoever, it's like you know they don't want to say it out loud, you know they don't want to publicly tweet about it, but they do say that they're kind of low key rooting for Arkansas and for Sam Pittman this year, which is pretty cool to see. Not that we need them, right? Don't need them to root for us, but it is nice to at least know that there are people out there that are watching Arkansas that are respecting Arkansas and that are really feeling good about Arkansas. And that's what we're going to talk about today is if Arkansas is truly in hog heaven, because I saw this tweet yesterday that got a lot of uh, people talking and actually came from FanDuel, FanDuel, FanDuel. There we go. And uh, it was talking about, you know, the Razorback athletic program. And they put out a simple question of does Arkansas have the best athletic program in the nation right now? And the points that they brought up and they made is that Razorback football is ranked 10th in the country. Razorback baseball made it to the College World Series and was one of the final three teams out. Razorback men's basketball made it to the Elite Eight. Razorback softball had were are back-to-back SEC champions. Um, and those are just the ones that they mentioned in there. You know, you could throw in the track programs, of course, and what they do all the time. You could throw in uh, the success that the golf teams have had, like the individual golfers have had. You could throw in gymnastics and the success that they're having. Like you could throw in a lot of different things for success and, and what they're doing. And to see Arkansas getting a lot of credit and a lot of pub for it is is pretty cool. It's pretty awesome. And so uh, that got tweeted out, and there was a lot of people responding to it and saying, "Well, it's like, oh well, this they don't have a Directors Cup." title or whatever and then some people were saying that well this program's actually better whatever it is and, and all of that but uh the thing that really got me thinking about it though is just first off let's be clear like the other seasons that Arkansas had in those other sports they came to an end and you saw the end result in the success Arkansas yes currently in football is ranked top 10 they're the number 10 team in the country but we also know that that can change and that's not permanent. And, you know, it could get higher, it could get lower. We don't know because there's a lot of season. There's 10 regular season games left. So a lot of things can change in that. So you don't ever want to just take it for granted or just think like, oh, you've arrived or anything like that. But the, the issue is, or it's not the issue, but the reason behind all of this discussion that people are having is I think it's pretty shocking to some. Like FanDuel putting that out and asking the question. It's almost like that, and this is not like me coming down on FanDuel or anybody like that, but it's just a reality where they're asking the question almost because they 
can't really believe it. They don't really know how. (laughs) How in the world has Arkansas been good to great to elite in all the major sports over the past year? And even in some of the smaller sports have been top 25. In fact, I I think I saw the volleyball's top 25 for the first time in a long time. And I saw somebody else, and I, I can't verify it. I'm going to go ahead and assume that they're correct. But they even said that Arkansas has been ranked top 25 in all the sports um, this past year. So it's like, it's incredible. But the question gets asked because it's surprising. It's surprising to see a school, see a university, see an athletic department like Arkansas have so much success. Why? Why Arkansas? You know, there's other schools in the SEC even that you feel like are in better spots, better locations, better recruiting, better campuses, better n- numbers and enrollment, like all this stuff. You feel like they should be better. They should be awesome. Like, you know, think about like AM. AM's got more money than anybody in the SEC, and they're not really great at anything. Like they went to the World Series, College World Series this past year. Okay. Football, they seem to be kind of failing right now. Um, basketball they were supposed to be great but it's still taking a few years for old boy to get it going and I keep wondering okay when's gonna happen but you know they have that uh but the point is is like all the money in the world and all the facilities all the support all of that a&m's having struggles they're not having the success that arkansas is having across the board you know you throw in programs even like in alabama i mean alabama's all in on football their basketball program might be pretty good this year baseball's been pretty irrelevant though um, you know, LSU basketball is in a really bad way. We'll see what happens there. They're still trying to fight back in football. Baseball, they were pretty decent, but you know, didn't make the World Series. But I just bring up all these schools because it's almost like those are the ones, you know, throw in Georgia, throw in Ohio State. Like Ohio State's not been relevant in basketball or in baseball. Like hasn't at all. Like USC. What's going on over there? Like all these schools that you have the perception, or at least people have the perception of. That should be incredible. That should be great. That should be awesome schools at everything, or at least competitive at everything. They're still not even coming close to Arkansas. They're not. I mean, maybe you can make an argument for like a Texas, but even Texas football still trying to get back. Their basketball has been better with Chris Beard, but you know, not their baseball is always going to be good. But the point is, is like it's confusing to people. It's shocking to people. It's surprising to people because it just doesn't add up. Wait a minute, my school should be what Arkansas is. How in the world are they doing it? And I get asked this question a lot. I get asked about how they're doing it, why they're doing it, what's making it. It's almost like a, a it's almost like tell us more. Tell us the recipe. Tell us how to make this work. How? Like, what can we do to make it work with our school? And honestly, I've said this before, and I'll say it again. And this was my answer to the question that people had in that FanDuel tweet and everything talking about it. Folks, there's not some sort of secret that Arkansas is pulling off. Arkansas is a very special place. It's a very unique place. It's a place that we all truly love. Not only the university, but the state itself. We're very proud of everything that we accomplish in this state, and that includes especially our athletic program at the University of Arkansas. It's a very special place. But the recipe that they're using is a recipe that anybody can use. It's not a secret. It's about the people. It's about hiring 
the right people, having the right people in those positions. Arkansas was a dead-in-the-water program just a few years ago. Worst Power 5 program in the country. Kansas could have beaten you. It was so bad. You looked like you had no answers. You looked like it was all just over and done with and nobody wanted to deal with you or talk about you or anything. They just wanted to put you out the pasture like old yeller. Like, I mean, it, that's how it was. But you hire Sam Pittman and then boom, two years later, you're in the top 10. Three years later, you're in the top 10 again. How? Razorback basketball has a lot of history, but you went through a long time where you didn't even make it a second weekend like of the NCAA tournament. Like it was, it was very above average, but not great. And then you hire a coach in Eric Musselman. Now, granted, his season got cut short in the first season, so we don't know really what happened. But second season, boom, lead eight. Third season, boom, lead eight. It, what's the what's the recipe? Is it just oh well, Arkansas was there. You just had people that were, you know, they could have done that. They just chose not to. They could have been that good. They, they should no. You hired the right people. Sam Pittman is the right coach. Eric Musselman's the right coach. Dave Van Horn's the right coach. Courtney Diefel's the right coach. These are people that are the right coaches for Arkansas. And it's it's not like they just went out and spent. Let's get $10 million to get the best coaches everywhere. Like, no. Like, Musselman and, and came from Nevada. You know, Sam Pittman didn't even have a head coaching job. Like, Courtney Diefel, I know she has she had experience. I think she came from, actually, Maryland, but she was at Oklahoma before. But, you know, it, it's, it wasn't like they just had to go out and buy these coaches. They hired the right ones. And when you hire the right ones and then throw it up to Sam, uh, Hunter Yurichek, the athletic director of making those decisions, you start to see the results. That's what it is. There's no secret recipe. It feels good right now as Razorback fans. And don't ever take it for granted. Don't ever take it for granted. Enjoy it while it's going on because you never know how long it will actually last. But those people who are surprised that Arkansas is so good in athletics, they're surprised that they're able to be in the top 25 in every sport across the board. They just don't know Arkansas, man. We knew it's possible. We knew it's possible. We knew what it was capable of. You just had to get the right people in. And right now, Arkansas definitely has the right people. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all of your pro and college football betting and sports needs this season. Find all the latest football league developments, game matchups, news, and podcasts, including this year's opening week games. BetOnline is also your continued source for the sporting ranging information, including live betting, esports, and scores. Fastest and easiest way on checking all your favorite sports and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf, is to head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions at Bet Online, where the game starts. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so continuing on with the uh, injury update to the Razorback football team, because uh, we know there, there's a few guys that are banged up uh, at this point in time for Arkansas, and it sucks, And you know, and, but injuries are part of it. But uh, Sam Pittman met with the media yesterday and uh, was talking about uh, a few of the guys that may be back and a few of the guys that may not be back. Uh, uh, for one of them, of course, being um, Trey Knox and also Latavius Brini. 
they kind of got banged up in the game against South Carolina. But uh, Arkansas and Sam Pittman feels like they're going to be good to go this weekend. They should be back. Uh, they're going to probably monitor that to make sure that everything's good to go. But uh, at this point in time, it looks like it'll be they'll be all right. Miles Slusher is the other one that uh, is kind of up in the air. In fact, that's what Sam Pittman even described it as. He says it's completely, totally up in the air. It could be all right. It could be fine. But it's also something they're just going to have to continue to monitor. Um, honestly, I hope that they don't even need Miles Slusher back this weekend. Because some people are like, well, why don't you just rest him until, you know, the Texas A&M game when you need him? They may end up doing that. But at the same time, though, if you can get some reps in, as many reps as you can get when you're coming back, get you even more game ready for that game against Texas A&M next weekend, I'm all for that, too. So whatever Sam Pittman and the decision he makes, I'm going to be all for. Because uh, uh, he even said that he feels strong about Brandon Knox coming back, but Slush is still up in the air. We'll see. If he'll be available, he hasn't done any practicing, so there's a chance he'll be available, but we'll have to see. It's a day-by-day -day deal, so that's going to be uh, the key there. And also, uh, Sam Pittman said, this was back on Monday, uh, that Ladarius Bishop would not be available this week, but don't really know any more details on that. Um, Bishop had a really rough start to the to the season, and uh, especially against that game against Cincinnati, but don't really know the situation with him. Uh, the other one that I really am curious about is uh, Dominic Johnson which, you know, Rocket Sanders is that dude. Like, Rocket is awesome. And you even see some really good play by Dominion, by A.J. Green. Like, they've been solid. And it's just funny to me that we're talking about running backs in the running game and how awesome it is, how great it is, how, how it's really coming alive. And they don't even ha haven't even played what I thought was their best running back from last year. Like, Dominic Johnson, to me, was the best running back last season. And that's not saying anything bad against any of the other ones. It's showing how good they were, but also how great Dominique was. And he hadn't played this year. And so he's kind of up in the air, too, on whether or not he's going to be coming back for this game against Missouri State. Sam Pittman has said uh, that he's hopeful. Uh, he says he's been looking really good in practice. And so he, he says he's got the brace off. And uh, he says he feels like it's going to be up to him if he's ready to go. He has been cleared. Uh, he's been cleared for two weeks. But he just wanted to make sure that he was good to go and, and feel good and get out there again. So wouldn't that be something if when Dominic Johnson comes back to even add another element into that rushing attack? Like, it's already really great. It's already like I'm not going to say it, it's elite level, but it's it's pretty awesome. And so to see what uh, what Arkansas is doing there and with uh, with the running backs, I think that it's just going to be another power thing and another way of establishing yourself in the run because that's what's that's how Arkansas is going to win in this conference uh, I mean I know it's cliche to say but yes it comes down to defense yes it comes out to this that and the other it comes down to all that but if you can establish the run each and every game and have a lot of effectiveness with it no one's going to beat you like you may you may get in a lot of high scoring games but there's nothing worse than getting worn down mentally defensively when a team's just running down your throat. And Arkansas has all the tools for that. They got the offensive line for sure. They got the running backs for sure, like four options that can do it. And they have the quarterback for sure. So, you know, all those guys coming back into the mix will be huge. And I think that once uh, Dominic Johnson really comes back, it'll start to open it up even more for the Razorbacks, um, especially in uh, games against A&M and Alabama, which will be right around the corner. Razorback fans, though, you got to make sure that you are game day ready when you want to show your arkansas pride alumni hall has your ultimate 
shopping experience. You want to check out this place. Like if you're a Razorback fan, you love apparel. You love having the latest stuff. You love having those polos that Eric Musselman wears on the sidelines. You know, those are the things you want. Those are the things Alumni Hall has right there in Fayetteville. So it's got tailgate stuff too for all your accessories because I know a lot of people are going to be tailgating uh, this football season. You got to go check them out for that as well. But they have the best and largest selection of Arkansas apparel, tailgate gear, gifts, and accessories. And also uh, they have sideline apparel for co and coaches polos. When you walk into Alumni Hall, you get the fan experience. They even have a hat wall. So we know we all have different styles of hats that we like. You know, some of you like fitted hats. Some of you like snapback hats. Some of you like bucket hats. Some of you like the, the big graphic hats. Whatever it is, they have you covered. They also have a big and tall in-store and online. So for those of you bigger fellas, they got you taken care of too with a great selection of Cutterbuck t-shirts and sweatshirts. They also have an NIL custom shop. This is online only. But if you have a favorite football player, you can visit the NIL custom shop where you can pick a shirt or sweatshirt Pick a player and their number and make your design and wear your custom apparel with pride. You can also do this with a lot of different other sports as well. Just visit their website, alumnihallcustomshop.com slash collections slash Arkansas dash Razorbacks. And they also have hall pass awards. So you can sign up and get $150 or for every $150 you spend, you get $10 back on your next visit. So make sure you are game ready. Visit the store in Fayetteville on College Avenue or online at alumnihall.com. Alumni Hall, where Razorback fans come to shop you are locked on Razorbacks your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks part of the locked on podcast network your team every day okay final segment of the locked on Razorbacks podcast uh, I put up the little graphic there that says uh, buy and or sell because uh, th uh this was uh, talked about or at least uh, I think it was on my radio show actually yesterday People were calling in uh, about uh, the Razorback secondary, uh, defensive secondary, and was just, you know, some people were ripping it and saying how awful it is and how te terrible it's going to be when you play uh, teams like Texas A&M and Alabama and Mississippi State. Actually, A&M wasn't really mentioned, but Alabama and Mississippi State were definitely ones that got brought up. And, like, and then there's some people that would call in and defend the secondary, defend the cornerbacks and say it's not as bad as everyone's trying to make it out to be. Everyone's just being really crazy about it, like all this stuff. So I was like, okay, well, here's the thing. How about this? At this point in time in the year with the secondary for Arkansas's defense, how about we can buy and or sell them? And what I mean by that is that you can buy them and saying that they're, they're pretty good and that they have elements to where they're actually better than what people think. But you can also sell them in the way that they haven't really been where they need to be at an SEC level just yet too. The potential is there. They're good enough to be there, but there are some issues and some elements about it too. So you can buy them and you can sell them or you can buy or sell them, however you want to do it. But my whole point with this is that I think that if you have an opinion one way or the other, you're not wrong. <laughs> like it's one of those weird situations where it could go either way. It could have issues either way, but I still like to be, it, it depends on how you look at it. Like, are you going to look at it in the positive way or the negative way? The glass half full, glass half empty. I'm a glass half full guy. So I'm going to look at it as saying, you know, they haven't been great at times. They haven't been perfect at times, but they've been good enough to win. And honestly, I think that they're just going to get better as time goes on. So I, I think that they'll be okay in that. And also you got to remember who you're going to be facing because besides 
really, if you look at the rest of the schedule, the only quarterbacks that really are elite or at least could be problematic will be, of course, Heisman Trophy winner Bryce Young coming into Fayetteville. And then Will Rogers with Mississippi State. Like, those are the best quarterbacks you're going to be facing. But I also have a lot of faith in Barry Odom whenever he faced Mississippi State. He's always done a really good job of scheming against the Mike Leach offense. So I think they'll also be able to do that in this game. But we'll see. But either way, it's about the elite quarterback play you're going to be going up against. And fortunately for Arkansas, at least at this point in time, the only uh, elite quarterbacks that they have are two more on the schedule. So if you can just hold your own in those games and be able to take it in those games, I think you'll be all right. But, you know, if you don't like if you don't like the secondary right now, that's fine. If you love them, that's fine, too. Let's just wait until we see how it plays out and see if they're able to get better in the game. That's really what's most important. Appreciate everybody listening into Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNavers for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have. We'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you then.